Have you ever heard of the 80-20 rule? The principle behind this rule, which I'm about to tell you more about in a moment, is that 80% of the results you achieve are from 20% of your efforts. Think about that for a moment. You work hard on a project. Let's say that the project is starting a business. According to the 80-20 rule, only 20% of your effort was viable. Only 20% of your working hours, only 20% of working hours and hours, days and days on your business was productive enough to produce results. When I heard about the 80-20 rule, it intrigued me. I wanted to know more. I wanted to know if I was actually wasting my time, which to some degree we all do. But what I really wanted to know if I was really only getting 20% of the results from the effort that I put into my projects. A few questions come to mind when I consider the 80-20 rule. Am I working too hard? How do I know what to work on if only 20% of my effort is viable? How do I get the most value out of the 20% effort? There are a bunch of other questions that comes to mind, but let's start with these three. Let's get started. Welcome to Evolving Life Podcast. In this podcast, we explore the continuously changing facets of our lives. How we adapt is the lessons we learn along the way and is the key to living our best lives. This podcast is your source for the motivation and encouragement you need to make your evolving life exactly what you want it to be. My name is Merlene and I am your host. Join me as I share the experiences, the lessons, and ideas for living an optimal life. I think I mentioned in another episode how much I love podcasting and one reason being the knowledge I gain from the work I do to get the content I need for each episode. I've learned something new again. This time I learned about the Pareto Principle, also known as the 80-20 rule. The Pareto Principle isn't new, especially if you are or were a business or economics student. Still, I'm sure it's probably new to you as it is to me. First, let me tell you more about this principle and why it's also called the 80-20 rule. Vilfredo Federico Damasco Pareto. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. Regardless, he was an Italian economist and philosopher of the 18th century. In 1895, he devised the Pareto principle based on his observation of pea plants. Are you wondering what a pea plant is? I certainly did. So let me share what it is with you. Pea plants, also called garden peas or edible peas available worldwide. At first, I thought they were the same as the green peas we are familiar with here in the United States. But pea plants or garden peas are more common in Europe. And supposedly, the consistency differs from, say, our garden variety green peas that we are familiar with here in America. Anyway, let's get back to the Pareto discovery. He was growing these pea in his garden, and one day he noticed that 20% of the pea plants were generating 80% of the healthy pea pods. When I think about this 
pea plant and how they propagate. I'm imagining survival of the fittest. I really think that what he saw was the stronger of the pods surviving. I'm sure we've all heard of the saying, only the strong survive. Anyway, that's a subject for another podcast. No doubt there are other events that happen between his garden discovery and him eventually realizing that 80% of the wealth in Italy belongs to 20% of the population. I guess his observation of the pea plant production pattern made him notice the wealth disparity in his country. Wikipedia described his legacy as an economist as profound. And if you choose to look further into this person who is responsible for what microeconomics is today, then you will see why his work is described as profound. The 80-20 rule was born out of Mr. Pareto's observation. Advance forward to this century and the 80-20 rule translates into personal efficiency and how you manage your life and your time. This rule is not a statistical fact. It is a notion based on Vilfredo Pareto's observation of cause and effect. Here's a formula for the 80-20 rule. 80% of a result produces 20% of its cause. Let me try and explain this principle from another standpoint because I know it may seem confusing. So here's a few short scenarios to consider when thinking about the 80-20 rule. 20% of customers are responsible for 80% of a revenue or 20% of the marketing you do for your business produces the results you want. Another 20% of my podcast generates 80% of those people that are interested in listening. Do you get the picture of how this 80-20 rule works? Now I would like to answer the first two questions. Am I working too hard based on this principle and how to identify what to work on? The purpose of the 80-20 rule is to get you to identify where and how to spend most of your time and energy. Using this rule, you could easily identify the goals you want to achieve and create specific tasks to accomplish them. How would you identify these tasks? Here is a three-step process. The first, examine all the tasks related to the goals you're trying to achieve and determine which one will produce the most results for what you want to accomplish. The next step is to deliberate and analyze which task you need to either remove or delegate because the end result won't contribute to your overall aim. And the third and final step is to plan. This type of planning is not the typical one though. When you plan, you're comparing. You're comparing your time and resources versus your task priority. So, if you follow this three-step process based on the 80-20 rule, it's easy to see not only if you are working too hard, but also answer the question of what you should work on since only 20% of your effort is viable. If you spend an unbelievable amount of time on a task that produces little results, you are working too hard. If you're not delegating these menial tasks, you're working too hard. If your time and efforts are unaligned with what you want to accomplish, you're working too hard. I'm going to stop right here to remind you of the monthly resource and 
to share your story. This is just a quick reminder to follow the link in the show notes to register to receive the free resource for the month of July. That link will lead to more information about the resource, which is the Penzu Pro Plus Journal, a one-year subscription. While there, take a moment and learn more about how you can share your story. This is an opportunity for you to inspire and motivate others who are just like you by sharing your life lessons. I would love it if you would join me to empower those individuals and help them to see their problems or issues from a different lens. I can't wait to hear from you. So please, at the end of this episode, visit the show notes and register to share your story and for the opportunity for you to get your free gift. Now back to the episode. The 80-20 rule forces you to ask and answer questions you would otherwise not consider. For instance, did you ever think that perhaps spending your time entering names in that spreadsheet is not effective if you're trying to grow your business? It's not to say the database isn't important, but that you, the business owner, should work on what will help your business succeed or what would help your business success become more feasible. Getting the most out of your 20% effort requires analyzing your priorities and your results. It also involves determining what part of that 80% you can let go of by either delegating, rethinking, or abandoning. That's part three of applying the rule. Here is another step you can take to ensure your 20% effort happens. You can use the 80-20 rule to set goals. While still setting smart goals, you can take your objectives a step further by applying the 80-20 structure. Using the 80-20 structure, you can identify the roadblocks or what's standing in the way of your priorities. The goal is to clarify the objectives and end the result. Applying the 80-20 structure to your goals not only ensure you achieve that 20% result, but it also make it easier to focus on what's important, which leads to faster results. The 80-20 rule is not just for business. It is easy to see how this rule can benefit any business, big or small, but you can also incorporate it into your personal life as well. It starts by asking key questions, keeping the 80-20 rule in mind. Let's start with the first question. Your habits, for instance. Is at least 20% of your habits responsible for 80% of the value in your life? Your personal goals. Will 20% of the personal goals you focus on achieve at least 80% of the results you want? I'm going to end this episode by first sharing my weekly quote. It's from someone you already know because I've shared a quote from him in the past, Brian Tracy. You can only grow if you're willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable when you are trying something new. 
As I mentioned, I'm also new to the 80-20 rule. I will admit that it does not sound like a simple concept to follow. That's because of a couple of factors. The first is that it doesn't matter how dedicated or focused you are, even if you get that 20% effort you need to do any task, chances are you won't subsist. Not because you don't want to, of course you do. If you can apply this rule, even if it's sporadically, I believe you can be more efficient, whether it's in your personal life again or in your business. I personally plan to use the 80-20 rule by slowly incorporating it into my daily processes. I would love to know if you use the 80-20 rule. You can share your experience if you would like at fullerliving.com forward slash community. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening, Evolvers. Come back again on Monday for another episode. That's the end of another episode of Evolving Life. You can connect with us online at fullerliving.com forward slash community. You'll find the link in our show notes. While there, don't forget to share your thoughts 